We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to the absolutely epic early week podcast, week three. I'm your host, Dean Seven Eight Nine Zero Four. Dean, you want to go technical me? I kind of reverse that, but nonetheless, I'm still Dean either way. Uh, joined by the usual suspects, batting first, it's one Bobby Five. Bobby, how a how a week, uh, week two treat you? Um, it was much better for baseball than it was for football. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't the worst. I had a, I had a really good baseball week. Um, but the, the football week was, I, I felt like I got everything right and still got it wrong, which I'm fine with. I'm not playing, you know, I didn't max out. I didn't, I didn't you know, script 150 lineups this weekend. I'll do that more as the season goes on. But I did play some lineups and, I, you know, I had 50% Sammy Watkins. I had 50% of Mahomes, 30% of Roethlisberger. I had 100, almost, no, I think it was 100%. It was either 90, somewhere in between 95 and 100%. I might not have had him in like one or two lineups um, of McCaffrey. I had a lot of the right plays and the Chargers, like the defenses, everything was good. But I just feel like I missed in a couple of the wrong spots and I've had a little too much of the Niners and the Detroit game on not all the right side of it other than Galladay. So decent. Uh, too much Kittle. Yeah, too much Kittle and a little, a little too much of the Niners passing game. That hurt. They run that, they run that play for Selleck for the touchdown. I hate when they do that. They do that all the time, these clever offenses. So I don't know. Just one of those weeks where I felt good about the process, felt good about what happened. Could have gone very differently. I was running really early on. I, I, was, I was deep in the million. <laughs> it looked like I was going to be like making a run because I, oh, I had Juju also everywhere. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, anyway, I had a lot, of, a lot of goodness, just not quite the right combination of players. So, good week, not great. Also joining us is a, a returning champion? Sure, why not? It's Grant Niebuhr. Grant, uh, how about yourself? How did a week to go for you? Uh, not great, not terrible. I mean, I still – I think I had like a negative 10% ROI, if that. Um, I got absolutely crushed in GBPs and did really well in cash. So, I mean, it's, it's an overwhel- overall, like, not terrible weekend. Uh, still up on the season overall. But I just I, – I, I got a little too cute with David Johnson. I got a little too cute with a few guys. And I fade a lot of the, like, heavy chalk that didn't hit. Like, I had no shares of Connor in uh, GPPs. I had no shares of a lot of guys that were just way too highly owned. But the problem is I missed out on I, – I missed out on Juju and too many of the wrong lineups. I didn't go nearly as much Mahomes or didn't go with any of the Minnesota wide receivers. So, oh, well, it's week two. Things happen. You said too many shares of Connor. You're talking about Connor, uh, James Connor, or you're talking about the Connor McGregor, aka Ryan Fitzpatrick. You're probably talking about James Connor, right? I didn't play Fitzpatrick again. 
I, I don't know why. Twice in, <laughs> in three years have been this year, and he is. Oh gosh, I'm so something, angry. something. You did something wrong because I could swear we must have had a conversation, probably on this show at some point, about how you would play Fitzpatrick every day, every game. What happened? Yeah, I didn't play him either. I forgot. No, no, of course not. I forgot. I'm a big old dummy that forgot. I didn't also didn't make you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have forgot. You should have played him everywhere week one. I know. Never again. Never again will I forget. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Memento? Yeah. You you know he has written on his hand. Remember Sammy Jenkins? Grant, you got to write. Remember it's Patrick on your on your on your hand. I should be able to remember when I look in the mirror. Sammy Jenkins. (laughs) <laughs> that's the problem. No spoilers, Bobby. No spoilers. It's a great movie. You guys, you guys should see it if you haven't seen it. No, but it's a, it's an important trick for this too. That's the problem with it with Grant. He thinks it's a trick every time, so he doesn't do it. He doesn't pull the trigger. I never Before thought it was we... a trick. I just forgot. I'm getting bad memories in my old age. <laughs> Before we dive in and talk about the slate, we're gonna we have a lot of topics we want to kind of digest. A lot happened in week two. Uh, a lot of the stuff that happened in week two. A lot of the conversations we want to have is circling around teams that are on the main slate. So we'll kind of, we'll certainly touch on those because we want to talk about it. And I'm sure you guys want to, uh, a lot of people are talking about the Twitter machines. So we're going to talk about the podcast as well. Of course, we're going to talk uh, mainly about the main slate, mainly uh, DraftKings scoring. We record this podcast on a Monday night. There's always so much research you can do that we just watched the Monday night football game. I presume you guys did as well. I just watched it. And I'm a little bit tilted, as I told uh, the boys. <laughs> I, I got a little goofy. I know a guy and I, 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 you know, I got greedy and I took the Bears by the seven and a half and, oh, yeah, I'm a little tilted. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm trying to be a professional. and not let it show on the podcast. But yeah, of course, I, I uh, like the Bears were clearly seven and a half points better. Just the problem with the NFL is you get these garbage touchdowns. You say the Bears are seven and a half points better. This is the Seahawks. They never lose a game by more than seven points. They're Grant, terrible. Grant, did you? I know, but did you watch that game at all? Yes, like, I know they were terrible. It was but... like watching like boys amongst men. It's just weird. I actually love Chicago to <laughs> run things, but for some reason, like I felt like they should have won that game like by thirty points, and they were they barely. Their won. offense wasn't great. When you're giving up multiple turnovers to the Seahawks and you can barely move it up, it and down was the that, those well. were bad on just Trubisky alone. Like the offense actually was pretty great. They moved the ball well. They called the play calling was great. He took his bad chances and just took unnecessary risks a couple times. Other that they were pretty good as per the rules laid down in the previous podcast if you guys listen to the entire podcast for week two what we did and grant will remind you is we asked you guys a question a fun question we think it was a fun question sure why not we said hey answer this question throw it in the comment section uh where the podcast is and our favorite answer which we'll discuss in a second our favorite answer the winner is going to win themselves a free rotor Brothers t-shirt again if you guys stick around long enough at the end of this podcast we're going to do the whole thing all over again we have another question for you guys to answer. Uh, throw it in the comment section. You guys will win yourself an RG t-shirt. Uh, Grant, remind the people, what was our uh, burning question last week? Best uh, pair of clothing from the 80s. Okay, so Bobby, I'm sure you have the link in front of you. You see all the comments. Does anything kind of jump out to you? I'll tell you, I had one of mine, and somebody answered it. We also, get, we also suggested, you know what's going to help you win this? You know what's going to help you stand out? A GIF. A GIF an image, a picture of some sort. And I have a quandary because my favorite answer is up there, but no GIF, no GIF. It's just there. I have to use my imagination. Bobby, what jumps out for you? I like the GIFs better than I like the answers. I hate all of the answers. I love our listeners, but I just want to say you guys <laughs> failed miserably. Like these are <laughs> terrible. I, 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 You're I, the I worst like... hipster in the world. They're good because they're terrible. 
No, no, I like that's the idea. Whole point. No, no, I want, but I, I agree with that part of it. But I wanted it to be better terrible than this. I oh, what's like the what's the best movie. terrible piece of, piece of clothing from the eighties in your opinion? Then, dude, none of these are even. I'm talking about not awesome. on the list. Can you think They're of kind of awesome? So I, like, that's well, yeah. If, if none of these answers are good, what is the correct answer? Is what Grant's asking. There's the there's the I, the problem is like to me like I just thought it would be like more. First of all, a lot of this stuff is '80s, not '90s. We, we we said like, '80s. I thought it was I thought it was '90s stuff. It was '80s. 80s. Stuff. Oh, does that oh, change things? God. Then I like I like I like a lot of the responses better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah. thought we were talking about even after you guys reminded me pre-show, I still thought we were talking about '90s for some reason. I really had that mixed up. Uh, the hammer pants, I think, are the ones that actually came about in the 80s, but people think associate them no, with No, no, they came out no, in the 90s. Texas broke the last week. Were you not on the podcast last week? <laughs> I think you we talked what? about that off air. I feel like we did. No, we did also, too. I can't, I, you know what? I, I love the pictures that people posted now that I'm looking back at it. The, the truth is that if I had to vote for them, you have the Jordash jeans thing that's kind of funny. Um, I don't the acid wash, all the denim. I just don't think that, I don't even know what the answer is, to be honest. The answer is fanny pack. We spent way too much time on this, Dean. We spent too much time on this. So uh, my my issue with fanny pack, it's a good answer. It's a good gift. They listen to the rock is rocking it. First of all, the rock is rocking it. And that's a picture that was not taken in the, that was not taken in the eighties. That picture is no chance. That's bad pictures of the rock in the eighties. That's from the nineties or maybe even the aughts. Yeah, of course uh, no. it's not. I don't, the Rock was yeah. like twelve. Like you know, the Rock yeah. was like six. <laughs> My other issue is, who says Fanny Pack is the thing? He was the age? pebble. He wasn't even the Rock yet. He was the pebble. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the Fanny Pack is still being rocked in 2018. Like tourists were Pepsi. You guys know Pepsi. Look all the way up and down this. Jorts are still being rocked in 2018. Bolo ties are still being rocked in 2018. The only ass oh. jeans are. You, you skipped the correct answer, I noticed, because you don't see anybody rocking Zubas these days. That's the correct answer. I can't even remember what Zubas are, but I wasn't. I was barely born in the 80s. Dean, what is that? Oh, you know what? No, you know what the correct answer is those things that used to hang on to your sunglasses. What were those things? <laughs> I thought it was buddy bands from Saved by the Bell, but nobody went with buddy bands. Uh, Zubas, you guys know Zubas? It's got like those, like remember like the old Cincinnati Bengals, like uh, like, like like they're sort of like orange and black, like weird layering of colors. But like this was like for every color, every color scheme. You got every sports fan had a, had a Zubas for like their favorite sports team. I don't know if you guys are old enough for this, but Grant, you can't ask the question and not know what a Zubas are. Dean, that's I'm older than you. I'm older than you. Don't talk to your elders like this. <laughs> Wait, is well, he? Google, Google Zubas. I think I am. It's close. <laughs> this, doesn't make for, this doesn't make for a great Why are you defending that you're that you're younger you're younger that's a, the good thing that's the one you want well, i mean I, I think we can we can answer this if we really want to <laughs> i don't i don't need to see like a birth certificate or an id but we can just say what our age is in the count of three if you really want to you know get you know, one two three pujols 40 oh you're 40 huh? oh dean's older than i am never mind well what just happened how old are you Bobby? i'm 36 you thought i was what 35 some reason I thought you were younger than me. I was surprised that you were then, but apparently I was wrong. Oh yeah, well, and you kids in your thirties and forties, <laughs> you old sons of biscuits. <laughs> All right, so Bobby, you're gonna break the tie. Yeah, I, I feel like you should Google what Zubas are, uh, but you know, I'm saying you're saying nothing. I'm saying Zubas, but there's a lack of a gift. 
My issue with fanny pack, again, it's not distinctly 80s. People wear fanny packs still. We're going Zubas. Zubas are the winner, guys. If you got Zubas, let right. us know. We'll send you an RG t-shirt. Guys, let's like, move yes, on. Saved by the Bell character or something. Like, let's go more with like sitcoms and things like that. I feel like me and Dean would thrive on that. And Grant maybe is a little bit like just wants to do the other stuff. But I feel like we would thrive on the best and worst like shows ever. And everything, you know, we're pop culture guys. Well, we are. We already have a question prepared for this week, but next week, Bobby, you can make the question if you want. Yeah, Bobby, you can next week. There's a okay. there's a burning question on my mind, but we need to probably get started on some football, guys. We got to move on. The people have already turned out. Well, so by the way, uh, so the winner is uh, Jay Bones DCCU12. Uh, I'm not going to track you down, but please uh, contact me on the old Twitter machine. Uh, slide into my DMs. Let me know who you are. Give me your address, and we'll send a. Uh, We'll send a, uh, a Rotor Grinders t-shirt out your, your way. So, yeah, find me. And congratulations. And, again, stay tuned to the podcast. You guys, you yourselves can win yourselves. They are soft and luxurious. Can you confirm this rant, the yeah. t-shirt that is? Yeah, they are. Bobby? That's the end of it. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, I put out a poll today in the Twitter machine, guys. I put out a poll. Who had the worst, who had the worst Sunday? You ready for it? I, I, you guys probably know who's in the, the, the conversation. They're always going to pick the kicker. They're always going to pick the kicker. It's always the kicker because his life is ruined. He'll never kick again. <laughs> He'll never kick again. No, what, no. Happened to, what happened to Blair Walsh? What happened to ever? What happened to Ray Finkel? Wait, I think Blair Walsh is coming back. Finkel is Einhorn. And I Einhorn know Dan Bailey's coming back. Yeah, Dan Bailey's going to be a Viking. Uh, so, yeah, so Dan Gonzalez. They, they, wait, is, is, who, who, like, Daniel Carson's the other kicker. Both those guys had a horrendous day. And then there was Jameis Winston. <laughs> I mean, he had a bad day. He didn't even play any football or nothing. He might have had some crab legs or whatever, but it was. It, he's basically been replaced, right? Like, he's not going to be the starter come back week four, week five, whatever it may be. And then there's, there's Monte Davis. <laughs> he had such a bad day. He just said, well, Monte Davis's day, though, was so bad. It's the biggest pimp move ever, too. Like, how is his day so bad? His day's time. fantastic. He doesn't have to play for the Bills anymore. I, I the only person who had a better day is Josh Gordon. I kind of think this is like, hey, this is, that's a whole interesting other part of this. But I think the Von Davis thing is amazing. I think it's incredible. Like, people forget. This is actually it was a good football player. <laughs> like, this is, not a, this is not like somebody who just, like, never, ever played a snap. Like, this is a good football player who retires at halftime of a game. <laughs> It's amazing. It's a boss move. Too. That is so amazing. I don't know what it means. I just know that's definitely to me the most interesting thing that happened. Will he play another down in the NFL? Like well, some some other team's gonna sign him, right? I think maybe probably, probably. But it was just kind of amazing the way he did it and shocking that it hasn't happened before. <laughs> he just left in street clothes in the third quarter, apparently. <laughs> Coach is like giving him adjustments and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at it. Which is just amazing. Started the game. This is ridiculous. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> We've ne- it's unprecedented, right? We've never seen this before, as far as I know. Not that I know of. <laughs> but the winner was uh, Zane Gonzalez, 45%. Carlson, 20%. Vontae Davis, 18%. And Jameis Winston, 19% for the record. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so there's three games that are not on the main slate, Grant. Jets, Browns. <laughs> Browns fans. Sorry, Browns fans. Patriots, Lions, Steelers, Bucks, and... Okay, so Josh Gordon's a Patriot now. I don't know. He had a hammy injury. Who knows when he's going to come back. But, you know, Grant, like, the Patriots went from a team that had no targets week one to, you know, Josh Gordon, Edelman's coming back. I guess the stock of Hogan's going down. Uh, they got Michelle now, uh, James White. Coleman's now the Patriots gone. are like – Coleman's gone, by the way. Yeah, Coleman's gone. They might bring back uh, Kenny Britt. 
This is just weird. Don't don't I be surprised if you see Wes Welker in like a uniform in no time. <laughs> that was actually not a joke. It, it's a joke, but it's like I wouldn't be shocked. They don't need Wes Welker when they got Edelman. Well, I mean, this is DFS, so like, and like, Josh Gordon's not going to play this week. I can't. I mean, I assume he's still hurt. Uh, Josh Gordon's going to play this week. Is that been reported? Uh, it's a report if he's healthy, which he plans to be healthy. Okay, we can't uh, afford to risk this comment because we'll we could spend hours talking about Josh Gordon. So we could talk about yeah. it, like we can't treat it as if it's going to be on the main slate because we have no idea. Well, it's not going to be in the main slate for sure. Oh, we don't know if he's going to play or not. He's not, a, it's, he's not a viable option. Let's just put it that way. He's not a viable no. option. He's not. He has done the playbook. He's not going to be out there much. Yeah. So, but going forward, I guess it's an interesting conversation. So my whole take would be separately. Sorry, is that he's a viable option every single slate, every single situation, the rest of the year, as long as he's in a uniform. That's what you do with him. You play him. Sorry. And of course, he's a Patriot. Like, of course, like, of course, he ends up with the Patriots for nothing. Basically, I don't know how the rest of our league lets this happen, but uh, people think this else can say. Well, I'm sure me and Grant are going to be on the same page on this one. By the way, this is the most. This people think the Cousins going to to Golden State was crazy, and that was kind of like you have a guy who's considered a top eight player. Bobby, this is football, not basketball. Wait, 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 wait. I know, and it's crazy to have five of the top eighteen potential players in the NBA on one team in basketball, but. In football, what that what what is going on? I, Grant, are, are we maybe just so wrong that the talent? I don't care if he should have drunk to a thing. If I was dealing with Hugh Jackson, is that who it is? Hugh Jackson, the coach. Have you watched Hard Knocks and Greg Williams and all these motherfuckers? <laughs> the, oh, what now? This, this 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 team has no idea what they're doing or how to run a franchise. Like, Randy Moss had issues when he played with the Raiders and then went on to have some of the best seasons of all time as a wide receiver with the Patriots. There is this – and by the way, there's no risk for the Patriots if it fails. No, yeah. Yeah, could less than a million, only a fifth-round draft pick. It's the greatest thing that ever happened. You might have a top – I mean, this guy literally – he might be the best receiver in the NFL. We don't even know. He hasn't played enough. But when he's played, he's been a top three receiver. He what was, about A.J. Green, though? Oh, AJ Green is he may I think even Grant would agree with me that the upside of Gordon well, no. I mean I guess AJ Green obviously is the better because of what he's done. But Josh I was just trolling you for your AJ Green. Well, Josh Gordon as a one on one receiver, I just think is like special. And I don't think there's that many guys like that. I think there's four of them. I think he's one of those four. I just don't think he's figured it out. And if he figured out his mental issues, which shouldn't be that hard to do in a good system. Um, you might be looking at the guy who leads the league in receiving next year, and he might do it on, like, low volume just because they're – I don't know. It's just what the Patriots guys do. Uh, and there's the Bucks. It's another team that's not in the slate. But, you know, we have – we can't just not talk about, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick with his uh, amazing Conor McGregor outfit, which I think he borrowed from, like – well, not the Eden Brawl, the, the chest there. He bought, he bought everything else, though, not the beard either. From, I think, Deshaun Jackson, if I'm not mistaken. Bobby, you had to take as far as Fitzpatrick. You were saying MVP, which, like, I mean – that was the that was the first I thought it was hilarious because I just wrote in the first quarter Fitzpatrick's is running away with the MVP I think he had two touchdowns in the first quarter <laughs> and, and by the yeah. way yeah I did, people went crazy I mean it still are continuing to respond as if like Twitter is not Facebook it's not like you make <laughs> and it's all in real time so what I posted was during the first quarter of both of their games while they were both going off but it is kind of amazing that if you had to vote for MVPs right now these guys are one and two, and there's not really anybody all that close. <laughs> well, Mahomes is the other guy, I'm assuming? No, Mahomes and Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Mahomes would be number one. Fitzpatrick yeah. would be number two. But it'd be really close. And honestly, if the year continued this way, and somehow they both win 10 or 11 games, 
which isn't going to happen. The Chiefs will probably win 13 or 12. And the and Tampa Bay will probably win. We think their defense is terrible, though, right? I'll take the under on 12. Yeah, so will I. The thing is their defense is playing in a situation that lends itself it, – they're a fantasy goldmine. They're like the Steelers were a few years back when the offense really clicked. They, they're going to score so many points and be in so many situations where it's going to turn into – just complete shootouts. They're going to be a, a DFS goldmine, like both sides of the ball. Everybody knows this, and they're all betting on it, but it's not because their defense is necessarily all that bad. It, is, it isn't good, but it's not as bad as the numbers will tell you, and a lot of it's because they score so fast, so consistently. The defense is on the field a lot. They haven't actually – I don't even know what the time of possession was the other day, but, like, it was weird the way – because they score so quick. It happened against the, the Chargers, too. They, they Second half, it was the Chargers' ball, like, pretty much the whole time. It's yeah, is DFS so easy as just to say, okay, who are the Chiefs playing? Oh, they're playing week three. They're, they're, they're playing in San Francisco. They're at home. It's a 56 total. I think they're, uh, as far as the game, and they're minus six-point favorites. So, uh, you know, Grant, like, you know, you guys come at from a Twitter perspective, obviously. Now, with a little bit of salary cap, Mahomes got a big jump on DK. Uh, he's actually the second most expensive quarterback now, right behind Rodgers. And, you know, I'm not rostering Rodgers because, well, I just don't trust that leg right now. Uh, I'm not going to pay full price for a leg and a half. That doesn't make any sense, right? Uh, but, Grant, how much are we prioritizing Mahomes? Of course, in tournaments, you have to at least consider him because, like Bobby's saying, what, eight touchdowns so far. I think no, no picks just yet. I don't know how sustainable that is, but he looks amazing so far. Yeah, he does. Uh, the problem is this is not really a sustainable pace. Um, I, I don't know how much the all the new rules in the NFL really change things, but I don't know if it like really affects their offense in particular that much. Yes, he's good. Yes, he's going to put up a lot of points, but expecting someone to put up 40 points every single week is kind of kind of ridiculous. No, nobody expects that. I mean, yeah, they, he's projected to 31 this week. Um, yeah. But, I mean – it's, it, it's a good week. It sets up pretty good for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it all depends. Like, honestly, I don't think you have to prioritize him that much. Uh, Kirk, like, there are a bunch of teams with just as – or nearly as high implied team totals. I mean – we got Minnesota with 28.75. We have Philadelphia with Wentz back with 27. We have Matt Ryan with 28. We have Jared Goff with 27.5. Like, we have a lot of different matchups with a high applied points total for a lot of different guys. So, just going with Mahomes. And honestly, at any given time, it could be Kareem Hunt that does stuff. They, they can score with Tyreek Hill just because Mahomes had huge. And by the way, we've seen kind of this thing before with Peyton yeah. Manning. But that no, actually. No, 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 no. Stop it. We haven't seen this thing before. Oh, this you mean when levels. Peyton Manning had 11 touchdowns in his first two games? or when Cam Yeah, Newton Peyton Manning is one of the two greatest quarterbacks in the history of when football. When Cam Newton threw for 400 yards and back started start a career? Yeah, the other guy's Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers will be number one, but he's not there yet. He's got to win at least one more title. Anyway, um, but why, why, why is this a – why is that – why is this – what is that argument, Grant? I don't understand. Was that, I mean, we've seen – just don't overreact that much to a two-week sample size. It's not two weeks. It's that we knew who this guy was, and I've been saying this about him for a year, for two years now. Two and a, more than that, from when he was uh, – his last year at Texas Tech, halfway through. You talked Even to they, A lot of people have been saying a lot of things about college quarterbacks. Nobody said anything about this guy <laughs> except for these positives. Yeah, yeah, because if we can project college quarterbacks – he has all the time. That's why they're getting drafted so often in the right Look, spots. He makes the best decisions. He's the smartest, and he has the strongest arm. I'll take those odds. I'll take it. Uh, under a, a guy who literally has never had a quarterback fail, he made Alex Smith look like an all-pro for years. This is a, this is a system that's going to suit him. He's going to continue to go nuts. I'm not saying you have to play him this week, but 
don't like act like this is like a flash in the pan kind of a thing. This guy is is as good as anyone else in the NFL for DFS and will continue to be probably as long as he and Andy Reid are together, probably longer than that for him. This guy's going to be one of the best players in the NFL for the next 10 years. Well, he, got, he has the weapons too. He has the system. Um, you know, Hill, obviously, he's such a ridiculous arm, and Hill's a guy you, can, you basically can't overthrow, right? So it's yeah. a great combination there. And, you know, they dumped Alex Smith knowing he was waiting. This is not some kind of fluke. This is a guy that has ridiculous talent, as Bobby's saying. And I don't think it's prisoner than a moment stuff. I hope it's not that. I think he's going to be really, really good. If, for no reason. For I said this week one on this show. Grant, Grant said everybody says this guy's going to be good. So we, we, why, why do we think he's going to be good? He said that he's done in the first show. This guy is just good. Some people and are he has legs. great at things. He has legs. He's not even running, though. He's great at escaping. That's what he's good at. He can find room because his arm strength is so good. He's, he's just a terrific player, and we shouldn't just discount it. Like, I'm not saying you want to have bad games, but – We're not discounting that he's a good player, but saying this that will be the norm. it's going to continue. It in- will continue. Not to this I, Bobby wants to crown him. Yeah, you, you, you get way too high on certain guys sometimes. I'm saying I'm gr- – I'm saying always gr- right rest. in the moment. You're always right in the moment? No. Give me one. Give me one. Robert Griffin the third. Todd Gurley. Wait, Robert Griffin the third. What I said. And by the way, his first oh yeah, year Robert Griffin the third playing for the Cleveland Browns. He is going to be amazing this year. He could compete for MVP sometime in the future. And he was a non-starter, non-active player this week. You've said it about a whole bunch of guys, and guys wrong. You just said Todd Gurley was not a starting running back in the NFL. I never he said, said that. I said he was an average running back. Oh I my was god, wrong. that's bad. I mean, it's bad considering the. <laughs> Jeff best. Fisher can make anyone look like an average player. What? It's an incredible superpower. Well, no, he makes really good players look average. It goes so, the other way too. So wait, so wait, yeah, yeah, Steve McNair was a superstar then. They went to the they went to the t- title game. They literally were a half a yard shy of winning a Super Bowl with Jeff Fisher as their coach. <laughs> oh, you're saying a uh, guy that kept coaching like it was 20 years ago, up until two years ago? Uh, yeah, you know who else was a good coach? John right. Fox. Are we arguing that he was a good coach last year? No, I can't just sit here and listen to a pro Jeff Fisher statements. I can't do it. I wasn't saying pro Jeff Fisher. I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna start saying things, like, at least have your information correct. Because Grant, there's I have my information correct. That's 15 years ago, Jeff Fisher. It's not today, Jeff Fisher. There's a Jeff Fisher's terrible. But for you to try and blame the fact that you thought that Todd Gurley was a an average, even an average, I'll give you that one. Even an average football player is insane. It's so beyond insane. It's the same thing. Fournette, too. People are going to laugh about this. Fournette is going to be a do- – as long as he's somewhat healthy, he's going to be a dominant player for the next – That's why Vegas didn't move the it, it's line. Fu- it's funny you say it because ja- Jacksonville has been distinctly better without him on the field for what it's worth. It means – no, no, First of all, these are really weird samples it's, and really small it's numbers. It's a small sample. They've been 4-0 and they've been, be- they've been, they've been more efficient. They're 4-0 in the least significant – other than – I mean, like this game significance – Patriots? It's not, it's, wait, it's week two. Okay. Okay, but – so we're going back to last year. Guys, we're supposed to be talking to you Wait, are we sure the Patriots are even – that it's anything more than this, that maybe their defense is really bad? Maybe they're – Maybe they, – I, I thought the Patriots' defense might be better after week one, but after watching the way Houston played against Tennessee, I'm not even sure I was right. Anyway. We still don't know. Is the, the, the samples still aren't big enough. I'm like, by the time we figure it out, the season's almost over, right? Yeah. Uh, Grant, so you're, you're, you're talking about other quarterbacks, right? And I, I know RG3, he's in the player pool. I suppose you want to rock him. By all means, you want to be contrarian. But uh, give me the guys that, you know, exactly, Mahomes is no secret, obviously. 
Uh, give me the quarterbacks you're looking at this week as a pivot away from Mahomes. I mean, you can go with Jimmy G going up against uh, Mahomes, who he has a much better matchup. We'll put it that way. Uh, very clearly a better matchup. By the way, Breed is going to be good. And I've said this since he was the guy that I was going on at the no, very beginning. Jimmy's play calling. Just yeah. Jimmy's play calling. It has nothing to do with Breed at all. He's nothing. You can say that about every running He's got back. Talent. That, that, that team has the lit, one of the best offensive minds in the history of football, so let's keep going. Couldn't get Julio Jones more than 10 touchdowns. Um, oh, yeah, Julio Jones was, was <laughs> dominant under him. I think Julio Jones actually had the second most touchdowns for wide receivers that year. Yeah, I just and don't think it reached double points? digits like A.J. Green's going to get this year. I'm um, sure it did. Kirk Cousins. I'm sure it did. Um, Kirk Cousins is a decent pivot off. I mean, they have – Pretty close to the same project, projected points, so it's going against Buffalo. Yeah, they could be blowing them out, but Kirk Cousins can do enough. Like Drew Brees going against Atlanta in a high-scoring game. Carson Wentz you probably don't want to go with, but Deshaun Watson has a chance to put up 70 rushing yards in this game, and he's still putting up big numbers week in and week out. He has a bunch of wide receiving threats. You don't have to go with pretty much anyone there at the top. Like You can pivot off of Mahomes to any of these guys, and then paying down for quarterbacks always a viable option. Mahomes isn't yeah. going to put up 30 points every single week. No one ever does that. Like That just doesn't happen. People like we've seen it maybe once or twice before, and even certain weeks, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, when they set their the records those seasons, didn't put up huge, huge numbers every single week. They didn't put up DFS, GPP winning numbers every single week. So if the chalk's going to be so heavily on the homes, then that's a whole different story. But I'm noticing that the chalk isn't nearly as chalky a lot of these weeks anymore. No. Quarterback especially, there's so many quarterbacks to pick from. I mean, you're pretty much not going to get a quarterback in tournaments above 15%. Like By the way, guys, uh, a guy that wasn't too far behind – uh, Mahomes, who I, I really liked last week. I like him again this week. Blake Bortles. Blake yeah, Bortles does things. This is so dumb. There's no re- – like, in the modern NFL, you have no reason to play him anymore because you <laughs> have Mahomes. Like, last week my, – my uh, I, I have – I have no, issue called it 1,400 cheaper. Grant, it means nothing. You're going to win with your top-scoring top scoring guys for the most part. Like, I don't but think – But you can't afford some of those top-scoring guys. I agree with, with Garoppolo if you want to go for a discounted guy. Like, and then he also won't shatter your lineups the way that Bortles will. And I know that I'm more of the tournament guy, but I'm still saying this is, let's not like react to this. You're still going to get Garoppolo. You're going to get him at reasonable ownership, which is what's going to happen every time. I think if you run back the same thing that you did, that I did last week anyway, play Pettis and Kittle or some version of a 49ers receiver and Kittle. Or Brittle. Uh, Brittle. Uh, uh, Brita. <laughs> not the water. You can play. I think you can play Brita with the with you can the. Play the only thing that worries me is that Brabla. you're talking about such a good offensive coordinator in Shanahan. Like it actually makes me nervous because he's so good at misdirection. Like that play that Brita scored on last week, that literally gave him all of the what he had. I was watching this and I'm just going, oh, is he's just he's just genius. He figures out every next move and he goes for like home runs it hasn't had to pay off in the first couple weeks he had the vikings which is tough then he had the lions which they were dominating and in control of and then the lions somehow did the lions thing and come back and lose um but it's going to be a garoppolo week to me like i that's the guy who i'm going to for for price at quarterback i just think that him in the same i'm just going to run it back the same way all these guys who were 20 percent owned are now going to be five percent owned six percent owned and that's where I'm going against KC. Like we just said, it's Coors Field. Yeah, the other thing with the quarterback pricing, it's so much more condensed on other positions. Like, 
The most expensive guy is uh, Rogers. You know, Mahomes is seven K. Rogers seven point one K. But basically, everybody else is like high fives, mid sixes. So we're talking about saving like a K, a K and a half. And I understand why like, people that in cash games and you know, outside of a few outliers, the first couple uh, you know weeks with Fitzpatrick and Mahomes. Generally speaking, Grant, like quarterbacks more or less have a pretty condensed like out- output of how many how many points you're going to put up for you. Is that sort of your outlook? And like. When I make my cash game lineups, a lot of times it's just like whichever quarterback fits, I prioritize running backs first. Uh, you know, obviously you want guys in positive situations to get bad, against bad teams with high totals and all that. But, you know, that said, if it's only like $800 more to jump up from, you know, Newton to Mahomes or Goff to Mahomes, and, you know, all these guys are worth playing. But uh, Mahomes just feels like such an awesome play right now, obviously. And, again, trying not to be a prisoner of the moment. Yeah, I mean – that's fine but yeah again there's just not going to be these giant scoring games automatically every single week and it's all about correlation if you fit yes, Mahomes it in, yes it will be it's a different NFL man sorry Keep okay yeah overreact to two weeks I I, I get it um no I, I said before the year I said before the year started I have a lot of people said before the year absolutely the difference in rules has changed it drastically and more points are going to be scored but again, we're only two weeks in. We can't expect saying that this is going to be the absolute norm. What happened the last two weeks? This isn't that much drastic scoring difference between 2012 and the first two weeks. Like you can't say that it's just going to be just so much more than every single other season prior to this by such a huge margin. It'll regress a little bit down towards the mean. It's still going to be higher scoring than the season past, but it's not going to be this drastic huge. 40 to 40 games all the time, all over the place, every single week. Yeah, it's so easy. Why can't, like, the Giants figure it out or the Cardinals figure it out? I mean, again, it's only a couple of games, obviously, but it is. there's just some really bad offenses out there, too. Uh, who is it? Who wanted to talk about the Giants? I see the Giants on our list. Was that you, Bobby, or is that great? I think that was me, um, just because they were. Definitely like, wasn't me. I mean, it might have been both of us. Getting nowhere on the same page. No, it wasn't me. Definitely was not me, I said. Oh, yeah. Um, like, is it, was the Cowboys' defense actually just good, or are the Giants trash? Is Shaquan Barkley going to keep getting 10-plus targets every single week? Play Saquon Barkley every week. Let's never knock about, talk about the Giants again, like, until they have to <laughs> What about OBJ? Is OBJ in play every week, or is, is – I, I, think, I think OBJ is, act, is probably in play. The weirdest thing against the Cowboys, with all those targets, I actually like Barkley even better. I think Barkley's like – I think he's right there for being – there's one guy who I'm obsessed with this week and it's i'm hoping people finally come off of him a little bit it won't happen but um but barkley is such a, a phenomenal play in my opinion this week like for what it's worth uh, you know they're playing against houston and, and tennessee last week played against houston right the combination of henry and lewis how many catches did they have against the against houston 57 uh under less this is a one week. i think it's the opposite point that you were making <laughs> Deion Lewis had one catch for one yard. Yeah, that's and I, not, I mean, yeah, and uh, Henry had no catches. Just, I mean, again, I don't know. I, just throwing it. This is in Atlanta, basically, is the point I'm making. As far as we saw McCaffrey against Atlanta with no linebackers, and that, that kind of leads me to it. It's it's just that Saquon Barkley is like he's Russell Westbrook of the NFL right now. He's getting his touches are higher than anybody else's are, and he's more I mean, talented. But so Dean is right, Houston. Wait, but then wait, think about that for a second. He's cheaper, more talented, getting more touches than everybody else. Give the guy a chance. All he's, I mean, he, he's seven six. He's not cheap. All he has to do is break one play in his thirty five million touches, and well, and then 
and then and then have a normal game the rest of the time, and he's paying off. If he has two big plays, he's crushing. We can say that about everybody. We can say that about Beckham. He, he's no. got to catch a five yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the difference is he's the most talented. He's the most skilled running back. He's like what Reggie Bush could have been. But and Todd Gurley is the Todd, Todd Gurley, David Johnson. I still believe David Johnson. I'm sorry for his, the rest of his offense. And Le'Veon Bell, in my opinion, are still the best three running backs because I do believe in sample size. But I really, truly believe it. If we don't think Saquon Barkley is going to be, for the next 10 years, like the best or one of the best three running backs in the NFL, oh boy. we're just wrong. I just, mean, we've I said the same thing about Trent Richardson. I'm going to bet against that. No, 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 nobody said the same thing about Trent Richardson. Oh, yeah, that's why he got drafted. No, what, nobody. Yeah, 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 wait, hold on. Nobody has said this about, about, about Saquon Barkley versus Trent Richardson. Ask every GM in the NFL about Saquon Barkley. See what the GMs say. See what the players say. But, Bobby, I'm on team running backs talent. It's opportunity. The talent doesn't matter. It's nice to have. It's, so it's talent and players. system. It's talent, opportunity, Correct. and system. And he's got all of them. But <laughs> opportunity is the most important. He's got a system yes. that can't score points. Yes, but he, still <laughs> has 16, he had 16 targets this last week. Yeah, and people are going to realize, oh, let's put someone better covering him. And that could change drastically. How many targets is he going to get this week, Bobby, against Houston? Probably depends on the game flow. I'm gonna guess like just based on the game flow, like between seven and nine, probably. Like if you told me I had to, if okay. you told me seven, seven and a half, I, I do the prop the prop show on uh, Saturdays with uh, these guys are awesome, by the way. But give it a plug, tell the people about it. No, on the, on the propcast, it's awesome. We, we anyway, we have a great show Saturday afternoons, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Check it out. Um, I'm not gonna talk too much about the guys because I've, I've done too much talking, but I think this is like one of those spots where if you said Seven and a half, as his, as as his. I would take the over slightly. Eight and a half, I probably just wouldn't bet it. But I would think that that's probably the most accurate number. So we we, we heard a name. We heard David Johnson, and we heard that like talent matters, and he's one of the most talented guys out there. And the system's absolutely the system is destroying him. His teammates are destroying him. Grant, I'm not sure if you heard the the coach. Mike McCoy came out and said, like, I guess he figured it out. Like, maybe we should put this guy in the slot. <laughs> maybe we should throw the ball to David Johnson. He figured it out in week three. Which, incidentally, like, why is Sam Bradford even – just throw Kit Rosen out there. I mean, what's the, what's the difference? Why not? If you're going to get beat up, at least get the kid uh, some reps. Why not? Uh, he's down to 7.2K, David Johnson. And the top of the year, beginning of the year, you know, people would basically – in their tiers as far as running backs, you know, season long, obviously DFS is different, but – you know, it's Kamara, it's Johnson, and Le'Veon Bell. They're all, like, in the same conversation in the same tier. Is it cheap enough at 7.2K? Or I'm, I'm, I'm really squeamish from what I've seen so far. Yeah, you and me both, and I lost a lot of money on him this last week. But you know what? That happens. Um, yeah, he's just too talented. They've got to figure out the offense at some point. It's just that simple. And they may, they may be going up against a team in Chicago where the game might be close enough. Um, wait, they're going – wait, they're not going – yeah, they are going against Chicago. Um like, this is a spot where they have a good pass rush, but they, they're, they're, they're probably going to be dumping the ball off to him a decent amount as soon as the the uh, everyone gets to him. I, I just feel like the talent's there, like we've seen in the past, we may be overreacting to two example size. There's no way that they're just going to only throw the ball to him late in the game because he didn't have a single target until, like, the fourth quarter. The week before, he got, like, eight targets in the fourth quarter. They, they've clearly figured out that they can't keep doing this. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Bradford can't be this bad of a quarterback. And if he is, then yeah, throw, throw someone else there. Like, they still have a few offensive weapons. 
So they, they, I can't expect this to continue here. I mean, no matter if how this bad. continues, by the way, uh, if this continues, uh, Larry Fitzgerald should quit at halftime next week because he, he's better than this. <laughs> Just he should not have to go no, through. He's this. too good. He's too good for that, Dean. Come on, man. Well, no, he's a I'm, he's a great dude. He's not going to do that. I was saying he's like a great. You know, Larry uh, Fitzgerald's like uh, he's like the, he's like that one of the best ever. He's literally he's, he's one like of the best, best guy in the league. Yeah, and also but, probably one of the best like ten receivers of all time, maybe even higher. Like honestly, if you look what he's done with no quarterbacks, like, it's amazing. Underrated, I, mean, I would say. Yeah, I think he's underrated. He's always been underrated his whole life. Guys he's who still run underrated. guys like him and Keenan Allen who run four six and four seven forties, who have the best hands in the NFL, who run the best routes. They don't get the credit they deserve. Same thing with Thielen and Diggs. As far as Johnson? Yeah, I do. I think that you play David John. If you play tournaments and you play a lot of lineups, you just play David Johnson every single week. And the less his price is, the lower his ownership is, the more you double down, double down, double down. He's way too cheap. The upside is way too high. He's been at his absolute, the nut low worst and the worst offense ever. And he's still averaging more fantasy points than other guys were happy to go ahead and click the button on tomorrow. Like, well, no, no, not really. He's averaging like, you know, I don't know, 11 or 12 in the year. Yeah. We, I don't no, know. We don't, we don't, we don't, yeah. This is his not his literal downside at 7,200 are these horrible. And yes, they're going to be bad, but they won't be this bad, especially at home. Chicago's defense I actually like, but I think the over pursuit of the pass rush should open up the passing game a little bit for him. I also think they'll line him up a little bit more in the slot. I think David Johnson is going to smash for a 7,200 price. I've been wrong Ugh. in the past, but I'm more than willing to take a gamble. You're going to get no ownership on a guy that has the upside to be by far and away the right. When he if he puts up 40 fantasy points, will you be shocked, Dean? Will you be shocked? Uh, 40? Yeah, I mean, I just don't believe they're going to get you it right. Him, have you watched him move? Because he, he's, he's a super talent. But but I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm in the camp that like talent is not the most important thing. They're all talented out there. Agreed, but, he's, but he's cheaper and he's going to be lower owned than all the other guys. And he actually has the usage that's going to be. I, I feel like Grant and I should be so on the same page on this one. You just play David I didn't, Johnson. I didn't disagree you with you. Him. No, you yeah. should be in like you should super agree. Well, with me. You guys can put your wagers on uh, you know your, your Twitter wager or whatever you want to call it, the punishment wager on, on uh, David Johnson, and I look elsewhere. I, I can't do it. Right, I hear you for tournaments. Cash game Dean coming out. Oh, of, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> cash game Dean doesn't want to tweet it. You want a guy who's going to get you – has, who has like a realistic upside of 40. Like a realistic. Like not even that far-fetched. Well, you said keep doubling down until it finally cashes. Have you ever heard of the Martindale theory? Like if, when you keep doubling down on blackjack, eventually you're going to lose nine hands in a row and lose your house. Have you ever heard of Donald Trump? Doubling down apparently always works. We're not talking politics. <laughs> no, but that, was, that was funny. That was funny. Come on. At We're least not talking politics. But that was funny We're stuff. Not doing right? that. Yeah, we definitely aren't doing uh, that. All right. So okay. So CMC was mentioned. He was absolutely ridiculous last week. A fourteen of fifteen. Uh, targeted fifteen times. Now that was against Atlanta. Atlanta lost their linebacker, and they're they're a team that's vulnerable to receptions. And of course, we know Greg Olson's out. Uh, are we chasing CMC against Cincinnati, Grant? I I. I thinks he's better cash game play than he is a tournament play. Uh, realistically, we don't know if he's going to break one off. He'll end up with, in all likelihood, close to 10 catches uh, in most matchups. Like, it's 8 it's to amazing. 10. Yeah, 10 it's, it's amazing. I agree with that, too. Yeah, 8 to 10. But, like, his floor is huge. But 
whether he actually does that much in any of these given spots is a whole different story. Uh, the problem is at Cincinnati, they give up one of the highest percentage of target shares yeah. to opposing running backs, which makes me a little bit like I, I pretty much have to play him uh, in cash and then have some exposure to him in tournaments. But like, what are the odds that Saquon Barkley, Zeke, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, Dalvin Cook, the four guys below him in price, which I didn't think I'd see any of those guys below him in price almost yeah. ever besides Cook. Like, what are the odds they outscore him compared to their ownership? It could be a lot better in your favor. But, I mean, this is Monday. Things could change. I need to look into things more. But when someone's getting 10, 15 targets every single matchup, then it, it just makes sense in cash. And then tournaments, like, if he, he could end up doing terrible um, aside from his catches, but the chances of him breaking one off and Tyreek killing it, uh, are too good where you can still eat them at high ownership and be fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to take uh, CMC against Barkley or CMC against David Johnson. And if I need, if you have to, if I need to lay the $400 or whatever it is, the difference as far as points, I'll, I'll take CMC. Uh, I love Kamara this week. I still hope I can get there as far as salary. Um, we saw Atlanta get absolutely ripped. Uh, you know, McCaffrey had 14 they catches always, on 15 passes. They always do. And yeah, so like so, Kamara is like do like fourteen passes. I don't know something nuts. So I, I was looking at the, the Saints and their and like kind of their distribution. It's only two games, obviously. So they've completed. They threw seventy eight passes. Of those seventy eight passes, sixty five of them are complete. So sixty five complete passes out of seventy eight. How many of those sixty five complete passes, Grant, have gone to a combination of Kamara and Thomas? Kamara and Thomas, forty seven. Well, no, that's a lot. It's not that many. Uh, well, well, oh, completed passes, uh, probably yeah. 30. No, yeah, I, so, Bobby, you have higher or lower? I think it's like 34, 35. You guys middled it. 33. So, Kamara and Michael Thomas have combined for catching 33 passes, 33 of 48 passes thrown their way out of a total of 78 passes. Uh, basically, that offense is really, really confined. They're going to be in the carpet there on the road, but they're on the carpet there in Atlanta. And we saw what CMC did out of the backfield. We know that the, uh, the linebacker for Atlanta is still dinged. As far as I know, he's not playing again this week. Uh, I just feel like Kamara is just so perfectly lined up. The tricky part, of course, Bobby, is he's 9.5K. So he, like, he better smash. Yeah, that's a really tough one. I'm having a hard time with this because it's pass-catching athletic running backs that can make the second level of defense move, like miss. Mm-hmm. Destroy Atlanta. And they have forever. Go back to the Super Bowl with James White. Like, I mean, it's not a different thing. It's pass-catching backs that are athletic and can make people miss. And it's like, I knew McCaffrey's targets were going to come. And by the way, separately, McCaffrey is like an awesome play just because the number of touches he's going to get with Greg Olson out of the game, if the game is in doubt, where you run into problems with McCaffrey and where I sort of agree with Grant about the guys underneath him is that if they're playing from ahead, like let's say they're up multiple scores by 10 points, which is completely conceivable, like for most of the game, you'll see a little bit more ground and pound. And I don't really want him as a runner, like not that he can't break one, but certainly he's not the running running back that I would choose. You're playing him for his pass catching ability. And what you saw against this Atlanta team was not an outlier. In fact, like there was a chance for him to have an even bigger game. I thought there was times where Cam looked downfield where he didn't need to, and he could have just kept running the same stuff to McCaffrey. I think that Kamara, you have just a much better version of that. Like in my shell lineup right now, I'm trying to figure out how to play Kamara, McCaffrey, and David Johnson together. 
Um, oh, good luck. You have no salary left. Uh, you can if you don't pay for Mahomes. It's 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 a, yeah. It's 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 more doable than you get RG three in there. You might initially think. <laughs> yeah, snap an RG RG three real quick, um, or some of Grant's other favorite guys like Deshaun Kaiser. Um, where is he at right now? Kaiser I, I never said he was good. I said that he was fantasy relevant at 4,500. And, and by the way, you were right. Like one out of the five weeks you mentioned him. So I agree with <laughs> Which, by, No, no. Which, I don't mean that as a negative thing. Which, uh, to Grant's defense, he mostly was saying play 10% of this guy on two quarterback sites. And at the time, I think he actually was right. Yeah. Brissett and Kaiser on a two quarterback site. Superflex on FanDuel. Worked out great when they played each other. Yep. Does anybody care about Wentz coming back this week or it's just kind of like, you know, give him a week to kind of settle in and we're just – it's a kind of wait and see for me. That's my first thought against Indy, which should be a good matchup. He's 6.2K. Any, any chasers here as far as Carson Wentz? I think he's fine. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to chase him. I may end up with one of my lives with him. But I think Jeffrey's – Jeffrey's probably going to be out this week, right? I believe he's still not going to play, yeah. And they lost Mike Wallace for a good chunk of the season, if not the entire season. Yeah, uh, so, like, it, he doesn't really have the weapons. I think the biggest thing this means is a big week for Ertz. Uh, Ertz going in, I mean, he's still terribly high-priced, which people aren't going to pay for him knowing that they have Gronk at 400 more. So it makes him as an off-tournament uh, or off-chalk uh, real good play because I think he got just an insane amount of targets this last week. Let me double-check to see what it was. But they don't have many guys to throw to, so it's all going to concentrate on Aguilar and Ertz. Um, yeah, 15 targets this last week, I think. Uh, so, like, it doesn't really get me on Wentz at all. But anytime you can get this giant of a concentration of targets between two guys, if Wentz goes off, those guys are going off for absolutely massive plays. So it's not just Wentz being a good play. It's playing those three together or maybe – Aguilar. Huh? Yeah, Aguilar. Aguilar. I mean, even you can throw it, like, depending on if Sproles is back – um, that could change things a bit too because if Clement is in there for most of those, or even Sproles in there mostly, you can get like a huge amount of the offense in there all together with a 27 implied points total. And if J.J. doesn't rush the ball in for a touchdown, that means all the production is coming from those three guys. Making a decent stack and then bringing it back on the other side, they have to make plays. T.Y. Hilton's going to go off. So a decent three to four to five man stack there for a game is not out of the realm of possibilities. You gotta call Jay Ajayi uh, his real name. On the, what, what do we call him in this podcast? You remember, Grant? Um, bone to bone. <laughs> bone wait, to bone. wait, wait, wait! You're you're trying to go for Ajayi as a play? No, no Bobby, no. listen. <laughs> no, I was saying Aguilar and Earth. Oh, sorry, I, 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 I wasn't listening. You're right. I was looking. I was too distracted by the obvious thing that no one mentioned. You're gonna talk about that. What game. was that? T.Y. Hilton is one of the best plays on the board. He's playing. He's not playing on in a dome. He's screwed. He can't do anything. Oh, he's not playing at home. Oh, okay. He only had eleven targets last week. Only eleven targets, and the game flow of that game, like, should have led him to have like six targets. He had eleven targets because he can find his way open. Andrew Luck is back. Andrew Luck is the best value of any play on the board. I don't care if it's the Eagles defense. I don't like playing players against. The he no. He you should play him in. I honestly think this sounds nuts. But you should play him in cash. He's not going to put up like, like look at his look at his targets. Well, they played up up two to three scores. He had only thirty one pass attempts the week before. He had fifty three against Cincinnati. I'm not saying this is like a super fun, sexy thing. I think there's massive upside if somehow Philly gets up big early, which I think is pretty possible. And What's his A dot at these days? Is he above like three now? Like he's 
He's so been he's hurt forever. He's been hurt forever, man. He he's is hurt. Both him and was... Alex Smith were just dinking and dotting down the field. That was the eight-dot ball for sure, without he question. Was, he wasn't d- dinking and dumping. He, I mean, he threw the ball 11 times to T.Y. both of the last two weeks. Like, I don't understand why we don't think T.Y. is one of the top receivers. I said bring it back with T.Y. T- yeah, T.Y. is T.Y. to me is one of the top receivers on the on the week, like point per dollar, any any situation. I think he's going to have a massive amount of targets. And by the way, it's not a dome, but it's still AstroTurf. Like, it's another thing. Like, I mean, I'm just saying he is better uh, when you get him off the grass. Wait, there's AstroTurf in Philly? Are you sure? Isn't it the AstroTurf? Let me do that. Google it. I'm, like, I'm pretty right. sure it's not. As, no. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be using the old stadium as the as my yeah, – Veteran stadium? <laughs> the, the, the and as we established pre-show or, you know, Dean is the, the, <laughs> a little bit older than I am. <laughs> we did not establish that pre-show. We established it live on the show, where you oh. thought you were the uh, the elder statesman. Wonderful. Why don't I remember? Wait, why don't I remember the new stadium name? It's called, I think some of the V, maybe. I don't know. Yep, you guys have the Google machine in front of you, right? Lincoln Financial. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Are you talking about the Eagles? Yeah. 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 The Link. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah I should know that because of it's, it's always, always sunny. It's always sunny. Come on, bro. Lincoln Financial pays like $5 billion a year for them to call it Lincoln Financial, and everybody just calls it the link because it's too wordy. But no, nobody knows it's Lincoln Financial. Good advertisement money there. Good job there, Lincoln Financial. Oh, a couple cheap running backs, Bobby. I know you want to squeeze in those uh, really expensive ones, but uh, what's our take as far as Gio Bernard? Looks like he's going to be the lead back there in Cincy with Mixon being down. And then we have uh, Freeman expected to be out once again. So we have a uh, – was kind of sort of – okay, so last week it was Tevin Coleman and, and Ido Smith. Edo Smith had 19 snaps. Tevin Coleman had 40 snaps. It looks like Edo's probably more likely to be the third down back. Uh, any of those guys do anything for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Geo's <laughs> G- 5,900. Like, that's not like a – cheap... catches passes. I, first of all, so G- so one of my best, you know, playoff things, I won I won the big one on FanDuel and DraftKings of the same day. I'm going to take it. I'm going to go with it because I played <laughs> Gio and Jeremy Hill together. And I was like, okay, well, if I want to differentiate, you know, two games. That dates the story, by the way, Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill almost won me the millionaire maker twice. <laughs> literally. <laughs> he literally almost won it for me twice on this guy's well, that was That was his last good game, whatever the second time was. Those were the three times I played him, so I'll take it. So to me, I love Jeremy Hill. I'm still going to probably play him anytime he's – I'll probably play him this week. No, Isn't he um, having an ACL injury in the season? So I don't think yeah. that's a good idea. No. Uh, that's where he's contrarian there. Hey, you wanted to play Kaepernick in a tournament. We talked about this pre-show. I was I okay, so, so the, so the, the, No, the, the reference was if anyone can get yeah. – we'll get to that, to, to that at the end of the show. Yeah, we'll get to that. Anyway, sorry about that. I'm not going to play Geo at 5,900. I completely understand it. If he gets there, it could yeah, – sure, it could happen. But, like – Coleman, that's not a good matchup. Like, Coleman is a good running back. He had a good game last week. I would rather play. And, by the way, the one guy who, like, nobody's talking about in these price ranges that's going to get it going, and, by the way, it was on the Millionaire week, millionaire Maker team this last week with his min- minimal points is Kareem Hunt. Like, you have yeah. guys in this price range that are he, better plays, and Kareem Hunt is – He's an interesting leverage play, like, off of uh, Mahomes. If you think he just runs a couple in. it's No, it's not even just a leverage. It's like – that whole game is a gold mine, so you just stack it every way. That's why I was so – I played 50% Watkins this last week. I, I was obsessed with the idea that if, the, if it does work, it doesn't mean it's going to happen every week. But when it does and it goes off and it seemingly is going off every week, 
you just play everybody who has big play potential in that game. And Kareem Hunt at 6,000, are you kidding me? He could, it wouldn't surprise me if he was the number one running back this next week. Not at all. He had some big swings last year, of course, different situation with Smith and uh, Mahomes, different quarterbacks. But we, we saw Kareem Hunt have, like, number one weeks, and we also saw him disappear. Uh, he, and also hasn't, he hasn't played from behind the entire season yet. He also, yeah, that's why he hasn't gotten a whole lot of receiving work. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Grant, did you have – I mean, the thing with Bernard is, obviously, the injury happened Thursday with Nixon, so DK was able to factor the price in. So, that's basically market price probably on Bernard. It's at 5.9K. And, then of course, it adjusted for uh, what's going down there in Atlanta as well with Tevin Coleman uh, now at a, you know, market price at 6.4K. I was looking at the safety salary. Alpha is still really cheap. You guys are out believers. He's less than 4K. But it sounds like well, I think uh, Breed is the better option. Just, you know, he's like over 5K now on DK. Is there anybody here, uh, Grant, that's worth talking about? Or shall we move on? And I don't know. If you, you want to talk about another receiver or tight end, I mean, we can talk. Go ahead. I mean, Kareem Hunt, I'm right there with Bobby. Absolutely fantastic play. Uh, he should get involved, more involved with the running or passing game at some point. I mean, people can say all they want about Mahomes and not passing to the running back. But Andy Reid's smart enough to have him draw up some plays that way. But, yeah, Bobby said they haven't played from behind. Geo, I'm willing to pay 5.9K on. He's not going to be one of those guys like Coleman was last week where he's going to be mega chalk because it happened after the fa- after pricing came out where Freeman was going to be out for the game, so they didn't factor that in. They factored in pricing, and we've seen it multiple times. I and mean, just look at the last two weeks of last season where Geo got seven receptions and six receptions. We've seen him get those all the time. It's basically – worst version of eh, just a different version of CMC I guess it's it's basically a worse version of David Johnson um, but he's going to be heavily enough involved I could see him getting 20 carries and seven targets here if they're going to be coming from behind which likely looks like they are they're a little bit of an underdog here I expect him to be have a big game and he has huge potential he has a decent enough floor so it makes him a high high floor high ceiling play which you don't find too often uh, the one guy we didn't talk about that could be in for a huge day is going to be Chris Thompson um yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's in his a lot of passes. Absolutely. He's like he's, look perfect, at, he's a perfect running back for Alex Smith, but go ahead. There's too yeah. many running backs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there's – yeah, there are too many running backs, but anytime you can get – I mean, we're talking about Saquon Barkley getting so many receptions. Chris Thompson got 13 receptions last week. He's a guy that's going to be heavily – It's not heavily, even an outlier, too, with him. No, it's not. I mean, he's like he's a perfect Alex Smith running back that – going to be heavily involved in the game. Like, it, it's just – we saw what Kareem Hunt did last year. Chris Thompson not as good as Kareem Hunt, but this type of – in Alex Smith's offense, anyone that is like Chris Thompson can be like Kareem Hunt. So Wait, uh, wait. You, you're winning me over, but you even – I don't even know if I agree that – like, yes, he's not as good as Kamara. But, like, Chris Thompson, in terms of what they asked him to do – might be the player who's living up to what he's supposed to do more than anybody in the NFL. And that sounds like a nuts thing to say. This guy in his 40% of snaps is accounting for like 25% of his team's offense. It's, it's just nuts. It's really yeah, that's nuts. going all the way back to last year. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, through the whole year. That's nuts. Yeah, and the other thing that people don't want to play him because he talked about being in the, you know, early in the year, he said basically I'm not healthy. My leg still bothers me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be 100% anytime soon. I think people are afraid of that. The dude's put up, what, 22 and 24 DK points in consecutive weeks, and he has a total of nine carries and, uh, well, he has one touchdown. But nonetheless, uh, he doesn't necessarily have to score to hit quote-unquote value. The tricky part is, is like getting past Chris Thompson at 6.3K, a guy that we used to pay, you know, somewhere in the mid-fours for. Uh, but so far, he's certainly justified it, and he absolutely can catch, you know, nine, 10, 11 passes for sure. 
Uh, any other, anything else that's kind of worth uh, talking about here, Grant? Uh, you have any other takes? Of course, this is just a first look podcast. We don't have to cover everything. I feel like we have a big chunk there about actual NFL content. Grant, I know you got a rant on layaway. We have to talk about our burning question for week three for our listeners. Forever made it this far. Uh, they can go ahead and uh, participate in our in our uh, in the comments section and uh, maybe themselves that they can win the a nice uh, Rotor Grinders t-shirt going forward next week. But uh, I feel like we've got pretty much everything, Grant. I, I see you wanted to talk about the San Diego run game. Is that something you want to hit up first? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously Melvin Gordon's been just ridiculous this year, as has Austin Eckler been this year. Yeah, Melvin Gordon killed me last By the year. way, I, I, Eckler is one who killed me. He was in my lineup with, with Mahomes. <laughs> they both kill you guys. My, I, well, I had, my, I had the, the Mahomes, I, well, I Mahomes, McCaffrey. It, literally, he was, it was him, and he was fine. He had a fine week, but I needed, like, a 30-point week, and I had a chance at the millionaire. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's, that's rough there. But, I mean, Eckler, I think he's going to start to get more involved. And also, Melvin Gordon had an upper body injury. I don't know if he's out. Yeah. Um, which, if he's out, then Eckler is the clear top play of the century because Eckler is better than Melvin Gordon. But, I mean, just he's been so – he's averaging 7.4 yards a carry on. Granted, it's only 16 carries, but he's also heavily involved in the past uh, game. They're going up against the Rams, which obviously have a whole lot better – also, we should t- – I mean, just – in general, uh, the Chargers are a goldmine of offense, but they're going up against a very good Rams defense, very good pass rush, very good cornerbacks. Um, but Battles Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, no, I should, I should really go to that game. Is it at Rams Stadium or is it at – Grant, I think I'm going to come to back down. Why don't we go to the game together? It'd be fun. I, I, think that, I think I could do that. Oh, wait, nope, never mind. I'm in San Diego. Shoot. It's at the Rams. Yeah, I'm uh, – I might be able to make it back. Yeah, we'll see. I might be able to get back up in time. Is there a train that goes all the way to the stadium? Probably. Oh, yeah. It's Coliseum. You guys can probably next... discuss this. But not Sorry, the guys. Way. Sorry, guys. Personal life stuff there. Um, hey, Greg, give me the – And, and by the way, I'm right here. Thanks for the invite, guys. I appreciate Listen, it. Hey, you're know, all the way across the country right now. Yeah. yeah pick at a least better throw state. The invite. Throw, me, throw me the invite. Let me say no. You have an eternal invite. Well, I don't know that. I don't like to be presumptuous. Well, now you got it. Now you got it. No, no, no. That's a legit one. Dude, don't don't bring your insecurities into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we didn't talk tight ends at all. What about Jake Butt getting six targets <laughs> going against going against Baltimore? Uh like who's not good against the tight end, but twenty seven hundred. I mean, the is Nick Buckus going to cover him, or who's, who's covering Jake? Twenty seven hundred. It reminds me of that SNL skit when. I don't know why it was. It was so dumb. It was like the with like, modern, you know, heyday with like Jimmy Fallon and them, and they were trying to do like the little webcast show, and they're like, her name was Jill, but and for some reason they just kept making that the joke. It doesn't sound funny, but if you were watching it at the time, it was really because <laughs> <laughs> her name was but like that was it. It's funny, people are going to think umbrage that you think the Jimmy Fallon days were the heyday of uh, Saturday Night Live. No, I said the modern day. No, the heyday was like Eddie Murphy back in, like, like that was when I was, I, when I grew up, like, you know, it was a little before. Yeah, you were like 47, and you remember when Eddie Murphy was Gumby, you watched it live. Dude, I, no, I, I, I actually do think that, no, no, no. <laughs> I think Jimmy Fallon and Will, and Will Ferrell and all those guys were crossing paths. I actually think, and then Kristen Wiig was just starting, and I mean, there, there was a lot of really good people on that show. Jason Sudeikis was still on that show. I don't have a definitive answer. Bill Hader, Bill Hader was on that show. I think there's a lot of Bill yeah, Hader. Like, I mean, come on, dude. It's it's a it was a loaded cast. All the like little side. Characters. Andy Sandberg. Awesome. Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. Yes, sir. 
Fine. Yes, sir. I'll take yeah. Hater over Sandberg. You'll take yeah. whoever Hater over Sandberg. Ah, you dumb. Yeah. Dummy. You and you guys, have you guys on this one? Okay, so like, can we officially declare this is the I like Bill Hater better than Andy analysis. Right, well, yeah, uh, end of analysis. Guys, if you want more football stuff, maybe there'll be some, but probably not. <laughs> Can't make any promises. Uh, we're going to give you guys a question in just a second. And, of course, this is just the first look, yada, 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 if you guys want. You know, also, we should probably make our bold calls now when we're talking about football. Um, so, Oh, what, what position are we going with? I, I, I think – uh, well, go ahead. Make your bold call. I mean, if, if you're that far down on David Johnson um, – Yeah. I mean, I'm not down go. on him. I just, I'm, I'm, I love what you're saying. Do it. Uh, go let's ahead. go. Let's go. Running backs under 7,200 because I'm not giving you Melvin Barkley, Elliott, or CMC. Oh. So, Shoot. running backs 7,200 and under. Bobby, do you want Delvin Cook or do you want DJ? I mean, I feel like I don't think the question should start off with you asking me my series of two players. He's I mean, framing it, isn't he? Do you want DJ or do you want someone feel else? Like you're framing it. No, I'll make it. I love, I love DJ, but I find myself like looking different directions like this particular week. So I, I know. What about Jai when I'm bone? You know, I'll I'll take DJ. Jai Jai would have been fine if he didn't get hurt for two quarters. <laughs> Because of the bone on bone, we talked about that. Like, <laughs> no, he got hurt, and he came back, and he still ran for touchdown. Anyway, whatever, get out of here. Um, <laughs> it was it was not a bad play. It's still, uh, I maintain it. I'll take it to. It wasn't as good of a play as Cream Hunt. It was a better play than Cream Hunt because Cream Hunt got the usage that we the the Jai. He had one target. He had sixteen. Oh, listen, 16 but Bobby, it was you, you're, you're going to be forced carries. to tweet. You're going to make a loser tweet. Therefore, it had to have been a worse play, right? Yeah, because there's no variance in football, Dean. If you want to be, yeah, results are <laughs> even <laughs> scoreboard. Stop it with that, guys. I'm the only one that hasn't lost one of these, so I'll go last. Running backs under 7,200. Bobby, go first. We'll go 7,200. Dean says scoreboard. Meanwhile, he's got a team that's won two World Series titles and been there more times than mine has, and he's disowned them because he hates their franchise. Meanwhile, I mean, I'm a Mariners fan. They haven't, they haven't the, guys, my, this is a football show. And, and Bobby, you mentioned every sport but football in this podcast. <laughs> you know any hot takes that I like? I said a lot about football. I said, okay, so <laughs> I said, play the San Francisco passing game again. Run it back with that. Like, what, what do you want me to do? What, 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 okay, so what we play for play? Guys, running backs under 7,200. I yield to you, Bobby. You go first. Grant, I, will see you I don't like that Grant set the, set the tone with this because he took my my guy and he's saying, "Oh, do you just want another guy?" No, I said you can have David Johnson if you want. Fine. No, I, I, will, I, will take, I will take Kareem Hunt. All right, Dean, you're up. Is this dollar for dollar? Uh, yeah, we're 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 not going six thousand to seven two. Oh, now all of a sudden it's a new frame. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He framed us. He framed me too, man. Yeah. All right, fine. Let's go. Put me in a corner, man. I don't care. Who just pick someone? Pick pick someone under seven two. Play Jordan Howard. That's probably the right one. <laughs> I actually like Jordan Howard. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I like him this week, but I like him in general. Uh, Wait, how do you not like him this week against a team? He's gonna get like a. If you don't like him, you better like Cohen because one of them is gonna get twenty five to thirty five. It's a short week. It's travel, but I do. I, I, yeah, I like I like. You know, I don't like playing Monday night teams and going on the next week, but they're playing. Arizona's dreadful. I I concede that. So yeah, that's probably uh. Well, you have Hunt. Yeah, I love Hunt. I think Hunt is a steal. I like that. I don't know if I can raise that. I, just, I think I'm just going to see that. Yeah, um, yeah. Given great, you can't do like that type of. Just pick any running back point per dollar. 
That's fine. Under seven two. I feel like that's reasonable. You're not taking Kamara, CMC. No, you, early. Can, you can drive for point per dollar with those guys. I mean, that's a tough call. All I mean, right, fine, fine. We're just doing weird things. Dean, pick a running back. Not <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> Kamara. <laughs> what are Kamara, that's fine. I'll take Giovanni Bernard. Is this dollar for dollar? I I I can take dollar for dollar. Grant, make some sense. I thought you took David Johnson. No, I said you. Yeah. I said three times you can have him. Oh, well, then I'll take him. I thought this because I thought you were offering like whether, yeah, if you don't. I, take I literally him. said you want David Johnson three times. Oh, then I'll take Hunt. Yeah, right, then I'll take Geo. There we got it. Seven. Oh, Grant, that was easy. And under. <laughs> Dean, congratulations on our non-loss this next week. <laughs> I feel like I just got rope-a-dope there. What just happened? You got rope-a-dope. Well, actually, Grant rope-a-doped himself, which he does all the time. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm undefeated this year, buddy. So we'll go with that. What are these things? I haven't even given you your punishment yet, Bobby. You're not making, you're not making it easy for me to give you something oh, nice. God. Oh, God. Okay. So you have three he, tweets. Let's get out of here before uh, so I can be nice to him. I got to be I gotta be nice with him. Oh, no, he's got him ready to go, I'm sure. Grant, uh, you have three three tweets. Bobby gets to pick one. He has to tweet out. Uh, you guys can respond to him. You can mock him. And, Bobby, you cannot respond in 24 hours. For, if you respond at all, hey, what are the rules hey, you don't need, hey, Dean, we've been doing this since before you did. So. Yeah, Dean, tell him the rules, ex- big dummy. I'm explaining it to the listeners without – that's what I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I know. I'm just messing with you, man. I'm just messing with you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I got There's probably else. three new listeners out there that might have oh. left already. Imagine okay. if it was Chop and Noto instead of any of the two of us. Imagine how the conversation would go. <laughs> chop, Noto, and Beard? It would be hilarious. No, just <laughs> Chop, Noto, and any one of us. Well, yeah, we should do like a host switch one of these weeks. Not that I'm looking for a train or anything, but like a Bizarro no. uh, podcast. You're already yeah, get rid of Jane. You're living in it. That's why they put you with us. <laughs> um all right so back to the tweets or consequences dean which one of these do i i sent a lot of them over to dean and i don't know how Maybe many three yeah but you gotta have uh let, let bobby pick which one but i think uh you had a pretty fair, a reasonable selection so just go ahead and fire them yeah. off all right. All, right. all right all right I, we'll see how bad you hate these and i might have a fourth uh just got one pint of breast milk off craigslist for 150 dollars hashtag deal the century hashtag fade skim milk um Getting my nipples pierced in the morning. Anyone got any music suggestions to amp me up? Hashtag looks like I am breastfeeding. Really got stuck on breastfeeding. I don't know why. Um, just got my life-sized Rosie O'Donnell blow-up doll in the mail. Hashtag carpooling. So How about I, you I, I give you three, a, a couple weird things, and my friends will vouch for this. So I've been staying in San Francisco, as you know with my friends who have just recently had newborn twins. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. We heard at the be- very beginning of the podcast. I heard some crying. Sure, sure. <laughs> so, 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 but also, I'm never going to try and – I always try to be the opposite direction whenever there's any of that, you know, stuff that's going on or whatever. But, you know, it's not for me to be there. Um, that was two of the things. Give me the third one again. What was the third, the third one? It, just got a life-sized Rosie O'Donnell blow. Oh, so, so wait, wait. So the movie she decided, she decided to rent, they started watching right before I went on air, was look, not Look Who's Talking. It was Look Who's Talking 2. And they oh, T-O-L-O. Why would, you, why would you get the sequel? Hey, you know what? It's, it's not up to, for me to judge, but I, I, I agree with that. You can absolutely Roseanne Barr. It wasn't Rosie, but Roseanne Barr. Yeah. Like, I mean, so that was where my thoughts went when you said the breastfeeding thing, and then you said that. Those were the three options, and I felt like, oh my god, 
you have some weird like psychic connection to my life grant weird weird stuff <laughs> fair enough weird fair stuff enough. weird stuff all right i'm gonna take uh i'll take the it's gonna be weird though because i have to try and explain it to her because she does follow me on twitter your daughter so, no ashley and my daughter my daughter doesn't follow me on twitter i don't let her have a twitter account yet so it's, it's probably gonna be close to where it's not gonna matter if i do let her but yeah it's coming up it's coming up um <laughs> the instagram account is enough where it's tough um all right so i'll take probably the what do you think dean i think the last one's probably the best one uh, whatever you want i'm not gonna influence you i think they're, they're all reasonable options all right <laughs> Yes, go with the middle one. The nipples. Getting your What's nipples that? pierced? Yeah. I almost did it once. We're we, gonna we, get haven't even figured out the, we have not figured out the bet, like the season-long bet about A.J. Green, Julio Jones. I think you had Michael Thomas, Dean. We haven't figured oh, out. I'm, I'm sitting pretty. Yeah, You're sitting pretty? I'm sitting pretty. Not only is he sitting pretty, he's sitting even more pretty because they're one and one instead of two and oh, like they obviously should be. They're not playing from ahead like every game like they did last year. So Michael Thomas actually is like the odds on favorite. I still love my odds with Julio though. What I don't even know what we're betting on though. Like what what was it fantasy points per game or was it total points per game? It was fantasy points. Uh it was fantasy points total fantasy points for the season. Can, can I apologize to the listeners for one big thing? Last week and everybody who follows me on Twitter and everything. I was on to everything right except for one major thing that I should have been on to. Not because the way the game played, but one of Thielen or Diggs, not both of them, had to go off. But one of them Ugh. should have gone off in that matchup. And that was sort of on, on me for, like, not pointing that out. So I don't want to make the same thing happen this week when T.Y., who's also in a bad spot, is going to go off or one of the Denver guys is going to go off. So I just want to throw out those guys. Hopefully it works out a little better. I didn't mention either of the Minnesota guys in, like, any show I was on. And it just circumstantially should have worked out well for one of them. I still like my Thielen versus your digs for the season long grant. So Wait. one of T.Y. or Chester Rogers is going to go off this week? No, to me, it's, it's T.Y. It's, I'm just saying, no, 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 it wasn't about who, they're, who you're playing. I'm saying it was a good situation to set up for like, oh, here are some really low-owned receivers to talk about for tournaments. Just, we did our show very early in the week, but even when I did my prop cast and all the other ones, I still thought Thielen and Diggs would go over the, what they were projected to do but I didn't think they were fantasy relevant at their prices because they take away from each other. But I didn't realize they were going to put up 78 points between them. <laughs> like, it didn't burn me, by the way, for the record. I mean, like, I was near the top. But it didn't that, burn – it didn't burn yeah, anybody. That, that Clay but, Matthews – that Clay Matthews uh, – Dean, we're not in the faster thing. Crush so many people. I know, but we're not about whether it burns you. We're about whether that would have won everything for you because – no, 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 no. I'm just making a point. I'm making the point that that, that terrible uh, rough in the passer play was not called. The entire overtime period wouldn't have happened. That touchdown, the feeling wouldn't have happened. There was so much nonsense that happened. So many fantasy points, fantasy points accumulated that happened after that that wouldn't have happened. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, fair enough. And now you, you lost. Probably, right, lost cost the cost guy his job too. I didn't see that. Well, Dan Bailey's coming in. Oh yeah. Well, no, well, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Bailey's going to be the kicker there for Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, and Gonzalez, I think, was released at the whole end of the game. I thought we were going to have a potential 0-0-16 Cleveland season, which would just be amazing. Um, no, that was what I was rooting for. First of all, I would have <laughs> loved for an 0-0-2. Like, I think there was, like, <laughs> that have, like, two ties. And that was, like, back when teams weren't able to move the ball because – I think Carolina did it, them like, five years ago. Yeah, they, they might have two ties? I think so. I'm going to check. 
The weirdest part is the odds on anyone having a tie this year before the season was like, I think it was like a little, it was a little more likely to happen than not, but very close. And what's really weird is that now it's only like two and a half to one each week. And the strangest part about what? all of this is that the offenses are scoring more Terrible. faster than ever. And more faster? More and faster than ever. Yeah. Those are two separate words, Grant. Words are tough. Well, they also took, knocked it down from 15 minutes to 10 minutes as far as the overtime period. That is, that's true. That's gonna so I think that changes things to some degree. But we're going to step aside. We're going to get out of here. Before we do that, Grant, uh, you've got to give us the people that have been listening to us the entire time. Thank you for hanging with us. I understand. There's probably a couple times you're like, yeah, let's get on with it. I want to win this new. I want to win the T-shirt. Let's go. Uh, so, uh, Grant, give us the question. Uh, they have to answer this in the comments section. Uh, no, we didn't talk about my rant. Oh, I, you know what? You know, you're right. Uh, go ahead. I thought this was your rant. <laughs> No, my no, rant no. was that my family member that has worn whitey ties their entire life switched over. I had, I had an hour-long <laughs> conversation with them, and they're, they're, they're to boxer briefs. They're to boxer briefs, what? and they said it, it's changed their life. I've been telling that person for years. How are they just figuring it out now? I don't know. He said he tried them once before. He didn't like them. And then he tried them now 10 years later. He's like, these are fantastic. Like, they're, they're just – they're more comfortable. Like, they don't ride up. Like – uh, he 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 likes the ones that like go almost like ha- more than halfway down your thigh, and yeah, I, I I turned them on to like eight different brands to buy. There's only one brand to, to buy. This, they're not sponsored of the podcast podcast, but uh, if you want to splurge, if you want to treat yourself, Tommy John. They're like thirty five or forty dollars a pair. Out of here! What year is there? Maybe that was the what? best thing from the nineties. We should have talked about this is no, no, no. conversation. What are you talking about, man? You going flashing back to the beginning of the show? This is like a if you wanted to make that as an argument for the best 90s wear, I'd be with you. What you Bobby, what, what do you think I said? Hold on. What, what do you think John. I said? I said Tommy John. Yeah, but hold on. So Tommy John is the underwear company. Now, you're thinking of uh, Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Tommy John the underwear like brand of that? No. No, it's two completely different there things. There are more people Tommy, Tommy than one person. Tommy, <laughs> guys. Hey. Hey, hey these hey, guys, hey. both their first names are Tommy. They must be related. Hey, Grant. Grant, egg on my face. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, the best undies are me undies. It's not close. I agree with you. I haven't tried those. You guys have, you haven't tried Tommy John. You can't just blindly agree. Yeah, well, because they're, I felt like it's too close to Tommy Hilfiger. It's too close. It's too soon. (laughs) It's just the name, though. It's too soon. (laughs) I want somebody in the comment section, you know what? If you guys wear Tommy John, you can answer the question, you're going to get bonus points. Uh, You know, if we have to break a tie. And they're on Team Tommy John. That, that's who gets my vote. But Grant, what's uh, oh, do you know any more as far as your rant? Or how did you find this out? Should we ask follow-up questions? Because the person listened to my podcast. And he's like, "You gotta correct this next week. I don't do that anymore." And I couldn't oh. believe it. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah. Can I say? Can I say a beautiful thing before we get out of here? Like a really nice thing to one follower we have. By the way, guys, the category is sure. Discontinued fast food items. We'll just get that out of the way. Leave your favorite discontinued fast food items in the comment section. If someone guesses the one that I miss the most, then I will play you in a head to head, twenty dollar head to head with. You can pick my quarterback, even if they're not playing that week. So, Bobby, go ahead. So, on a more somber but also like uplifting note, like we have a lot of listeners of this podcast, and I tweeted one thing out about a couple of friends of mine who I'm staying with right now. One of their kids, they have two twins. They're beautiful, awesome kids. Closest friends, I love these guys. 
Um, one of them, unfortunately, was born with retinoblastoma, which is like a form of eye cancer, the same one Derek Fisher's daughter had, for those of you out there. It was really cool that I posted one thing on Twitter because I didn't want to like, uh, he's a very nice guy. He doesn't like any attention being brought to him, even if it's beneficial. And it was a little link to basically a donation page just saying, hey, this is what happened. And uh, a number of listeners have actually uh, donated and just written in. Uh, some of them donated a lot of money and never said anything except for they included sometimes my name and Grant's name in the in the comments. Dean, this was before we had our podcast going, so maybe one day. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it was a very sweet thing. It was a really nice thing, and I really appreciate those people out there. If you, I feel I would say your names, but I don't want to like put you in that spot. If you want me to, I'd be more than happy to say it. Um, I appreciate everything, and it was just really, really cool. And I appreciate that we entertain you enough with the weirdness that we do. And I appreciate uh, how generous and how kind spirited you are. So thank you. That's very nice. Yeah, and uh, send me the link. I'll throw somebody that way. And you know, the DFS community is very generous. Uh, Dinkmeyer has, has did, uh, his thing for the water, uh, the water well. I think that's like at thirty thousand or so. It's still going for the next couple of weeks. I know uh, Smizzle ran something uh, last year that you know was thousands as well. Uh, a lot of generous people with the DFS. I know we like to give each other a hard time on this podcast and on the Twitter machine, but uh, Grant, there we're not so bad after all. I guess and not that I'm. You know, I think it's, that's awesome to hear. This. Uh, you know, uh, Bobby, I, I'm, I'm, you know, send me the link and we'll uh, give a slight bump to that. We'll do. Yeah. Grant, uh, on that note, give, give the people a question. Is there a hint you can give them? I was going to say give them a hint as far as your favorite food, not that your favorite food, but you said there's one you're thinking of specifically, but if you give them a hint, they're probably just going to try to guess what you're thinking of. And we don't want that. We just want them to tell us what the best discontinued fast food item is. I mean, and you know me, it's totally unhealthy. Um <laughs> it's not a salad at McDonald's. I mean, it, it's unhealthy. We'll put it that way. By the way, guys, anyone who says a salad is good, like, I'm really craving a salad. You're not doing that to get satisfied. If it weren't good for you, you would never eat one or else you're, you're so creep. wrong. You're so insanely wrong. I had such a filling salad earlier today. Oh, such a filling salad. What was it? 80 pieces <laughs> of bacon mixed with a... I've been in San Francisco for like two and a half weeks, so it could have just spiraled onto me. The smugness might have smugged my <laughs> salad up to where a salad tastes great but it tasted amazing. I, I, I've had one salad that tastes halfway decent, but if it wasn't good for me, I would never have it. Like if it weren't for health benefits, I would never ever have a salad because it's not good. Is it, is it weird I'm the only person, I, I don't use dressing in salad, is that odd? Because I get weird looks from that. That is odd, Dave. What are you just I eating think, dirt? That's super I just think weird. dressing is gross. Well, first of oh, all, you need, you need throw yeah, like something. Mayonnaise is gross. Butter is gross. Mayonnaise, blue cheese. Butter is Grant, delicious. Grant, 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 you get no. You don't get to weigh in this conversation. Oh, I don't get to weigh into this conversation, even though that if you're not including something fatty, the, the 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 vitamins and minerals in the vegetables that go in salad are fat soluble, meaning that your body's not going to absorb them nearly well unless you have a fatty dressing on it. You're saying your argument is that ranch is healthy when accompanied by. Like kale? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not going to absorb the vitamin, vitamins nearly as much. Use something like olive oil that has a high percentage of non-saturated fat in it and a whole bunch of or, or, or avocado. Okay, sure. Yeah, avocado is great. We have to start yeah. an entirely different podcast that like focuses on salads. We got to step aside and get out of here. We did we did say off air, Grant. Uh, 
the uh, McRib does not count, right? Because oh, yeah, no, no, they bring it back occasionally because of the changes in price of pork. Uh, allegedly, they haven't gone out and explicitly said that, but a lot of studies have been done that show that that's kind of the reason why. So the McRib, it'll be back in five months. <laughs> realize the pork market is what dictates uh, you know, that that's a, you know, people love the McRib. I don't know. I think it's just fun to say. It's not really no. good, is it, Grant? Oh, like it's good. It's good. I, the first time I had it was, um, I think, after college, and I realized it changed my oh. life. Your <laughs> life, wow. For the better. Well, well, what, what changed your, what, what changed somebody's life more, the McRib for you, or a, uh, or boxer briefs for your, uh, your family member? I mean, it, it's got to be boxer briefs because that's you're just living in an all. <laughs> every day. It's a world of hell with the whitey tidies. Those are like two of the top ones, though, that you could, if from the last hundred years. Yeah, McRibs and, and boxer briefs. Like, yeah. We should have signed off on Bobby's nice note. Now we're sitting here just at McRibs, so we got to go. Uh, that's the podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, again, please, uh, you know, uh, appease us and then, you know, throw, throw some uh, comments in the chat. And Grant says there's a nut answer. He claims there's a nut answer. If you guys think the nut answer, you will play what, what quarterback against them in a head to head? You can pick. You can literally pick any one of them. <laughs> All right. Uh, I wonder if people would show mercy on you or not, or actually give you like a real live quarterback. Last person points. that did it picked Luck when he was out, and Cincinnati defense, which was the worst defense of the week, that actually ended up being the highest score. Like they were the least owned defense, ended up being the highest score. <laughs> they out by 40 points. Wow. Scoreboard. One more time. We got to go. Uh, that was the week three absolutely epic early week podcast. He's Grant. He's Bobby. Thanks for listening to us. We're out of here. We are out of here. What was that? Play David Johnson. (laughs) Why why were you in a high squeaky voice? Play David Johnson. I was trying to sound like Grant saying the sea kids. Oh, God. Yeah, let's get out of here. Sea kids. Beatles out. Beatles A. It's a white album. All over again. Beatles aren't good. Not sea kids.